guys and welcome back to the ducks and dogs podcast my name is mike here again with my co-host matt how you doing today matt in the time between last episode and this one i have been in and out of quarantine so <laughs> today's actually my first day out so we're doing pretty well considering that yeah i got covid <laughs> i tested positive last thursday so that was very fun for me got out this morning because it's five day quarantine and then five days of mask when you're in public so major l we're out <laughs> free um so in the time between the last episode and this one it looked like washington had thought they were hiring shepherd and then it looked like notre dame was gonna get him and now washington's got him um from every credible source it was that notre dame chose who else what was the other guy's name wiggins wiggins, wiggins. was the other guy they were interviewing from yeah. alabama uh from all the credible sources notre dame chose wiggins over shepherd but from ruth dobbins Shepard chose Washington over Notre Dame. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I guess the insiders got viable. the insider information. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> because, Matt, do you even believe that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I do. But <laughs> if. Would you be inclined to believe that? <laughs> no, I would not be inclined to believe it. But, I mean, they've got credible sources. From what you I've seen, a couple insiders doesn't. have hinted at it. No, it's not just her. Ro Roman's also hinted at it. But Roman's I not an insider. Direct quote. Roman is the same level of insider as I am. That is not true. That is very okay. true. I know. You're not. Okay, never mind. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> I will just say Roman knows more than you think. And you don't realize it. Uh, be like that. He just doesn't say a lot. Um, but no, yeah. You're not truly an insider. Huge okay huge, huge hire <laughs> huge hire for you dub there we go getting back on track a little bit there huge hire for you dub um i was pretty down bad about it last week because it looked like we were not going to get him as did most of husky twitter as did pretty much everybody else in the country and then you know wiggins down steps in for the husky position and on hand in hand this year yeah shepherd i mean huge hire for the dogs huge i would even say upgrade from junior adams in yeah. my opinion upgrade um, I'll, yeah i'll give you that and that's that's not even a hard argue. I feel like the development the Jesus Christ, I can't talk. The development track um, for his guys. It's is not Cooper good. Cup. It's not, it's not <laughs> Cooper Cup. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, it's more than a Cooper Cup, uh, which NFL's is really nice. NFL's receiving leader was produced by Oregon's wide receivers coach. Just saying. Give me a break, dude. Give me a break. Trade it around more, please, because we did that for however long, and Adams didn't produce another good receiver while he was with us. So To be fair, it's hard to when you recruit at, like, the 80th level. Yeah, but we still had four-star receivers on that roster. Are they still there, or do they go to BYU? A couple of them are still there. <laughs> Couple of them are still there. Couple but of the, them are still but there. the most promising ones are gone. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's still a couple four star receivers that were under his control. Um, yeah, but he also had John Donovan and Dylan Morris. Yeah, no, like his hands were completely tied terrible, either way. Terrible offensive line, solid running backs, terrible quarterback, yeah. terrible offensive coordinator, terrible head coach. What do you want but if to you do? take out? <laughs> if you take out last season, he had multiple opportunities to. Uh, develop and he really didn't do all that much with the talent he was given the Even offensive coordinator terrible. he had before donovan got fired to get replaced by donovan so i mean 
then the offenses were still doing better. So, <laughs> I mean, what does that say? <laughs> Y'all have been in a struggle pit. Hopefully this changes yeah. it. <laughs> I think Shepard will change a couple things. If not for anything, you have a recruiter back on the you roster. Have one recruiter obviously. on the roster. You worried about with Adams leaving that you weren't going to be able to have a recruiter like he was. But Shepard is all that in terms of recruiting. I mean, if you can convince four stars and all those guys to go to Purdue... I feel like she, Seattle should not be that hard of a sell, but they went four and eight. Last Montana last year. I love so. the graphic that's been going around for Seattle lately. Is the skyline of a really gloomy, ugly day, and I'm just like, why are y'all setting this around to hype it up? Why would it's foggy as shit? Like, what do you which, mean? Which which one? There's it's about the one over by the needle. Three hundred thousand yeah, of yeah. them. And I'm like, you could use a summer picture to hype up Seattle, maybe. You know, yeah. <laughs> just not a picture that looks. There's depressing. some cool haze pictures and yeah, fog for pictures, sure. but but like you know. you know the one I'm talking about that's going around recently, right? I really don't. Oh, know. it's fucking pitch black. <laughs> like it's dark. <laughs> I'm like, why are y'all sharing this? I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, but holy cow, man! Huge land for you, Shepherd's dog. great. He's a really it's great awesome. Hire. Yeah, I, really good hire. This makes you're me, getting this out of Lamike Black, everybody. This makes me you're getting question, him to admit this. Why the fuck didn't we go after him if he'd go to wa uh, Washington? Yeah, that's kind of the head scratcher I'm, here because obviously you could have gotten somebody better I than will, Adams. I will sure. give Notre Dame and Washington credit. They are both really good programs and they both have better history overall than Oregon. But if all three are offering a coach the same job and the pay is the same, you're not choosing Notre Dame or Washington. I mean, on paper, you shouldn't. <laughs> you're not like. Sorry. <laughs> you're not gonna like. It's not. Yeah. If every if everything is equal, you're choosing Oregon. Well. Yeah. But which we kind of makes him? me scratch my head with the current state of that offensive staff. I have I don't like said many him. times I'm I don't not like a fan of their hiring. I like Adams. But... I actually like Adams. And I like um Clem, the offensive line coach. Yeah. And then our tight ends coach, I like him as a quarterbacks coach. So. Interesting. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He so. was a quarterbacks offensive quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator before here. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but he um, he took a slight pay increase to demote a role, I guess. Okay. But uh, that's that's a little sub mini side topic. If you are a coordinator calling plays in college football, do not take a step down for a pay increase. If you're calling plays, stay calling plays. That's yeah. that's the error. Even when you're go, even college coaches at the Power Five level, don't take a step down to go to the NFL. If you're calling plays, stay calling plays, because yeah. when you go to get a different job, it's gonna look bad that you haven't called plays in X amount of years. Yeah, just but call plays. I guess we don't know their we don't know their situation. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if it were me, I I completely agree with you. I'm in the same boat <laughs> there. It doesn't make any sense. But... My thought process is that Dillingham or not Dillingham. Uh, well, we'll get to that. Lanning. Gave all the offensive hires pretty much over to Dillingham. And yeah, because if you look at it, like. if you look at it, the defensive hires are all really, really okay. good hires, like solid hires. There's not a terrible yeah. hire on the defensive staff. Mm. And the offense is the exact opposite. It's no splash. It's no big names. It's it's nobody great. So I'm really convinced that he gave over the hiring duties for the offensive staff to Dillingham. And I yeah. don't know if it's going to work out. If you're going to hire Lachlan, why not just hire LaMike or DeAnthony or or LeGarrette Blunt or... LaMike Black? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when somebody tweeted that at me, I said, damn, I kind of like that. 
I'm making up my Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> it's funny because well, every time you say Lamic, it makes me think of it, even though that's not at all who you're talking. Yeah, about. and there's like there's like there was like four people who called me Lamic for a week, and I was like, fuck this, that's my new at now. It's just funny, dude. It absolutely kills me, bro. It's kind of clean though, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's kind of nice, clean. It works. Sure. It works, bro. It works. It works. <laughs> White guy nah. from Florida named Mike Lamite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is uh, Dillingham gonna hire any more guys who t uh, tweet riddles out? Dillingham needs to stop tweeting out stupid shit. <laughs> Dillingham what was it just today. today? <laughs> what was the one I said in the group chat? What the fuck it was, was that? It one? was five plus five plus five. Oh, how does this equal two five five fifty? You have one line to make it true and or whatever. And then he tweeted out, "About to download this movie." What do you guys think? And it's a fucking Justice League. First of all, why are you watching a DC movie? I that's that's a huge red flag. That's that a is red a flag. Huge, that is a huge red flag. <laughs> that means flag. we're about to run a Stone Age offense. <laughs> John Don 2.0 you know, incoming. You know whose tweets also annoy me? Who? Lachlan, the running back coach. Not because really? of what he tweets, because of how frequently he tweets. That man does not get off Twitter. Mm. That man tweets as much as I do. Recruiting staff. Have to be on Twitter. He's tweeting pictures of him sitting in the recruiting chair. Like, bro, <laughs> that's how you know he wasn't ready for his job. Bro's, bro. bro's just there for the vibes he was the not, gram, bro. But I, I mean this in all sincerity. That's how you could tell he was not ready for this caliber of a job. The fact that he's like oh, yeah. posting pictures in Oregon shit every day, flexing in the recruiting picture areas. Like, Tomorrow going to post a picture in a full uniform. Like, damn, maybe <laughs> like I should that, head out there this that season. Player dad. <laughs> yeah yeah it's he's probably a great dude probably could end up being a good, really good coach one day but he was not ready for this position no not at all but hey it's never i guess it's never a bad thing when people are that excited for their job but i i get what you're saying it's it's comes off a bit unprofessional i guess and and it's just it's not it's not a, that anything is wrong with that in particular it's just showing it shows you that he is inexperienced that he's not used to the big yeah. stage it's not for anything sure. again. Like you can do that. Cool. If you've been here for ten years, you could do that. Oregon's obviously got better facilities than everybody else in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're doing it and you're young, it just shows like, hey, this is something I'm not used to, and it's it, it yeah. just raises eyebrows a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. To pivot that a little bit, did you see the All American Bowl on ABC? They did the poll for facilities. I did. Oregon got what? Twelve votes. The Oregon most? got thirteen votes. Thirteen. Oregon got 13 votes. They were in first place, uh, and they're building a $330 million addition to their facility. Washington got one from the Washington commit that didn't play because of COVID. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I respect it, but he's lying. It, I Hey, you know what? He's staying I don't true think to, any to his commitment. I'm a fan. If you I'm give a fan. any Washington commit who visited Oregon Truth Serum and asked them which Facilities purely. Which facilities are better? Come on. Good thing truth serum isn't a thing, so we'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> now they might say you guys have a good setting. Don't worry. Those, those... Hey, the great, the greatest <laughs> setting. Actually, have I told you about the greatest setting in college you know, football before? You want me to tell you something? <laughs> I actually have a different belief on the greatest setting. Are you going to say Austin? I'm going to say Utah. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Interesting. It no, that that's that's beautiful. That's fair. I'm not going to agree with you because it just feels wrong to say that it's not Washington. <laughs> um, but I can buy into that a little bit. 
it's pretty nice out there. It is nice. Um, I would yeah. also put if they had, could get fans to show up, I would put UCLA up there. Yeah, 100%. UCLA would be first really if they nice. could get fans to show up. Super nice out there. The, it would be first. Rose Bowl Stadium would be first if they could get fans to show up. Yeah, but they can't. So sucks. Oh well. Hey, Chip Kelly just got an extension though. Yeah, so I. Be eight and four the, for the next. I actually think the UCLA years. fans who want him fired are dumb. Really? Yes. Uh, I know. So one of his biggest issues was that defensive coordinator he hired. He was really good friends with, so he didn't want to fire him. But yeah. he's gone, and that has been their main offense. Hasn't been a major struggle for UCLA. Their yeah. offense has been fine. So if they could get a solid defensive coordinator in here that Chip's not buddy buddy with and can actually maybe do a decent job, I think they'll be set to be really good. And what name are you gonna get that helps you compete with Lincoln Riley as much as Chip Kelly? Like what name is going to UCLA out there that's gonna help you? Yeah, that's fair. My worry though, like especially with the coaching carousel kind of slowing down now. Is there anybody out there he can convince? And also, I feel like Chip Kelly kind of hit their, close to their ceiling. That's a really talented UCLA team he had last year. And <laughs> maybe a win or two away from really hitting their potential. But, like, that might be it for them. That's, but that's with a bad defense. I think, they can be, I think they can be better with Chip Kelly. Yeah. I um, just I, I won't buy into it until I see it because I really don't think there's anybody out there in the coaching carousel that he can grab that will really make it like I, I have like i have something i have two things for two options for you both from the pac-12 footprint okay the obvious one i've mentioned multiple times when defensive coordinator jobs come up keith hayward linebackers coach cal co-defensive coordinator are you, cal. are you gonna say what i think you're gonna say i'm gonna say what you think i'm gonna say you're gonna say it aren't you i'm gonna say jimmy lake i knew that was so coming oh my god go get go get a guy what like that I just feel like it's too soon for a college program to take him after what happened at Washington. Okay, I really but nobody do. gives a I, fuck besides Washington that he pushed again. No, I know, but I'm still <laughs> saying, like, the the nosedive that that team took, I still think teams are going to be too afraid to take him in college for the next year or two. Okay, well, there's got to really be, be other guys out there, like, who, who yeah. what is Charlie Strong doing? I actually don't know. Like what are there are guys there are guys out there who could be splash hires. They're just risky as well. They're a risky Mm -hmm. hire, and what it is is the concern with them is that they're previously head coaches, so you might be, you know, breathing down your neck a little bit type thing. But if you're Chip Kelly with the the legacy you have in college football as a whole, you shouldn't be worried about that. And with the amount of money you're making at UCLA, you shouldn't be worried about that. They're like that's Go right. hire a big name and win. If he goes and actually pursues the best possible candidate for that defensive coordinator job, UCLA has shown they're trying. They're willing to spend the money to try and yeah. be good. It's true. So go get a quality, you know, position coach, co-defensive coordinator somewhere and give them the defensive coordinator title, give them a raise, give them associate head coach or whatever to get them out yeah. there. And UCLA could be a really solid team. I agree. I think also in the South, I just, again, I can't see them going past that 8-4 ceiling. I really can't with the way Utah's looking and keeping momentum with USC coming in, bringing in a bunch of recruits and Lincoln Riley. Utah's like, good once have every to five years. to get up there. What's up? Utah's good once every five years. They'll be good next year. They'll be good They'll next be year, then Kyle Whittingham will retire, and then they won't be good. Yeah. But USC, like, you have to directly compete with USC, and that's 
With the hype they're getting and the firepower they're bringing in, I just find it really hard to believe that they can do it. How is their firepower going to do anything when they're getting sacked 14 times a game? I don't know, man. But I just I I, I like the players they're bringing in, but can you bring yeah. in a lineman somewhere, please? They really, I guess they haven't. Uh, I no, guess you're right. they really haven't signed anybody. For <laughs> I'm sorry, Pro Football Focus. USC did not have the best offensive line in college football last oh year. They Are had they getting... a terrible offensive line, and they got graded first by Pro Football Focus. That's just not that Connerly's would go to USC with all the other schools. Is he? Are they still even con- in contention for him? Mm-hmm. Are they? It's it's still USC, Oregon, Washington, Michigan. Hmm. Well, he just took a visit to Oklahoma, so I just was curious. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember. I knew it was Oregon, Washington, Michigan, and then I kind of forgot everybody else. I, I don't know how in it Oklahoma is. Um, Oregon's about to steal potentially two, one UGA commit and one heavy UGA lean. Yeah, They're I saw that. I mean, running back and the defensive sense. lineman. Running back yeah. doesn't make sense, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, maybe that segues a little bit because there's a new gap in that room uh, with Mr. Die hitting the transfer portal yeah i tip my cap to you die but i'm also not mad yeah i mean we talked about it last week yeah exactly because dollars had entered but dollars is back thank fucking god dollars is back after fucking changing his mind like eight times so (laughs) i found out what that was apparently oregon filled something out wrong so they had to take him out and put him back in of course so it wasn't (laughs) die it was oregon (laughs) yeah um yeah dollars is back Dies. So the reason dies leaving, if, if we're going to be completely honest with ourselves, is he wants to be the premier back somewhere to better his draft stock. He probably didn't get a great grade back when he was going through the evaluation process. So he wants to go somewhere and be the premier back. If he's at Oregon, he's not going to be like getting a lion's share of the carries. It's going to be a 40-40-20 split with him, Cardwell, and Dollars. Yeah. And what if Verdell comes back? Knock on wood. In the mix, I'd imagine. Knock on. Well, I mean, I he'd be still... he'd be playing till week three. He'd get hurt, and then it would still be a 40-40-20 split. Yeah, but as I know, Die's a good player, mm-hmm. but I'm not that upset about him got, being gone. Him and him and Cardwell are very similar players. I still think it's a bigger hit than you're making it out to be, but also I can see that with the depth in that room, it's not a huge deal. So. It's just, you know, it's the big name because he was Pac-12 leader. Rushing leader, yards and blah, blah, blah. So. But let's be real. Yeah, like, when Oregon's offensive line isn't completely ass, they almost always have the rushing leader. Yeah, it's true. I mean, just think of about, in, 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 our, in our, like, you know, young adult lifetimes, you've had Royce Freeman, uh, you've had DeAnthony Thomas, you've had Kenyon Barner, you've had all these guys come through, and each one's breaking the next one's record. Like, it's... Yeah. Oregon's always been able to run the ball fairly well. Yep. So I'm not especially helps you have uh, Anthony Brown at quarterback and the only yeah that's the biggest running back loss. Anthony Brown. Yeah, true. (laughs) Fucking lost two running backs, Anthony Brown and Travis Die. (laughs) Trey Benson went to Florida State too. He's really good. He is really solid. He just it was a really deep room and he wasn't going to play, but he's really good. If he played, he probably would have got two to four carries a game. But he's a, he's a really really good player. It's so the rumor is Travis Dye might be going to USC. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of smoke for anything, so that's news to me. He would need to be like a blocking back, I guess, because they need some help. Yeah. <laughs> I I still don't understand PFF's grade for that. That was just fucking stupid. 
I don't know, dude. P but PFF will be PFF. speaking of blocking, <laughs> that was a terrible transition into basketball. That was, that was awful. so bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. I was gonna say because you know Kepnang's had a few. You know blocks. how many sports the word "block" is used in? Just about everyone. But, but Frank Kepnang's had some really good blocks lately. You know, kind of reminiscent of uh, Chris Boucher, Jordan Bell type stuff. He's yeah. been he's been doing really good. Oregon basketball in general has ranked. Uh, they're on fire. <laughs> they're going nuts. <laughs> it is. They said absurd you, to watch. And before anyone comments, UConn was missing their two best players. There is no reason to get embarrassed like they did. Yeah. If like you're one was, of the top teams in the countries, no matter what you're missing, you're not getting embarrassed. Yeah. I. You know what? I have to admit, I saw. I saw the first win for men's, and I was like, "Holy cow! Maybe they're back." And I told I like, you. Well, who was the first? Was it UCLA first or USC? I can't remember. Yeah, but because I saw the whichever team they didn't play was next on the schedule. Yeah. USC was first. Okay. I was going to say, well, they got UCLA next. There's no way. And then I wake up. I literally woke up the next morning with a message from you in my inbox. <laughs> Dana Altman, the game. baby. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> I can't. Like, there's nothing like it. I could talk about Utah basketball all I want. And they're playing decent. And they might actually have double digit wins. Mike Hopkins has done a miracle. And somehow has gotten close to double digit wins. I don't understand it. I I hope he's gone anyways. I don't care. But he holy sucks. cow, Oregon is taking I told taking you, the country by storm. When we right kept now. it and close I, with Baylor, I said these are positive signs. I hate it. I hate that you I said that and I hate that you were right. I told you I didn't want to believe when it. we kept it close with Baylor, it was a positive yeah. sign that once everyone was back and healthy, it would get rolling. And what do you know? Will Richardson's found his shot. Uh, Jacob Young has found his shot. Like, Frank Kepnang is becoming a beast and not getting hurt every two seconds. Yeah. Oregon is ready to fucking ball, and I am fucking here for it. His name is Dana Altman, and he aligns Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. I don't, like, just early in the season. Like, you want to talk about turning the thing around? Let's fucking like, go. around. They lost to Arizona State <laughs> earlier in the season. We got smoked by BYU. BYU. Loss to well, Houston's not a bad loss. Got smoked by BYU. Holy cow, uh -huh. you got destroyed by BYU. St. Mary's. Yep. Um Stanford loss, which they're actually pretty decent, but still. And then from there, it's just been all Oregon close one with Baylor, and you guys have just balled out. And guess who's next on the schedule? UW. It's gonna be oh, a we're slaughter. Fuck you. Holy, <laughs> it is going to be murder. Especially like, Will Richardson's hot hand continues. If it's, it's within 20 points, I will be impressed. I really if it's will. within 20 points, Richardson missed his first two shots. That's what it is. But we are I, on a fucking tear. Dude, and of course, like, UW's like, we're playing well. And then Oregon is coming off of beating two of the best teams in the country. And the women's team, hello? <laughs> beating UConn? Beating a basketball blue blood we beat another like, top 10 we? team in the women's too can't remember who it is because we just fucking molly the fuck out of yukon yeah and i was just like you know i do not care i know i've said this already i do not care that you were missing your two best it was arizona you got they beat arizona fucking embarrassed you got ran out of the court oregon now has a two-game winning streak against yukon yeah and i mean at least the arizona game like earlier in the week like that was close that was a two-point game in overtime mm -hmm. like 
that's a good win still, but obviously, you know, it was close. We, UConn got blown out. It was by 13 points, and I'm pretty sure the margin was wider at one point. Maybe it was I'm way wrong, wider. But... Uh, Sabali got hurt. Yeah, That's right, yeah. Yeah, Sabali got hurt, which is a big loss. Hopefully she's okay. She was uh, she went off the court with assistance, no pressure on her knee, and she's had some ACL issues before. Yeah, that's So scary. that's concerning. Scary sight. Yeah. But man, is Oregon basketball fun to watch right now. And man, do I enjoy that I told you this was coming. And it, it, you're right. I'll admit it, man. You're so Bro, right. I told you, until Dana Altman doesn't do it, he's going to do it. Will you ever doubt Dana again. Altman again? For like the 18th year in a row, and he does it again. Pulls the Dana season out of his ass. Fucking, and guess what? I'm telling you right now, and you know I'm not wrong when I say we're at least going to the round of 32. I can totally see it. <laughs> With the way the Pac-12 played last year, I totally believe it. The conference is still pretty legit. I know people argued it was pretty top-heavy, but with Oregon winning now... Well, Oregon was the top-heavy that they assumed it. They assumed it was USC and Oregon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know, it was. I mean, Arizona, UCLA are the two obvious ones. Oregon and then after State that, sucks. They're terrible. They're I mean, so people bad. expected a fall off, but not. They only lost the one guy. Bad. Yeah, I didn't I expect know. this I guess much. They of just a fall got off. to the elite eight, and they're like, "All right, we're done. We're good. <laughs> we're done. We got farther <laughs> than Oregon. We win. <laughs> we win." <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Have you seen That's Oregon certain. State fans on Twitter? Like, it's kind of sad. No, I haven't. Oh my I lord, actually haven't seen Oregon. Go State under any country. Oregon post for a sport, and you'll see like two Beaver fans and like no replies. But like, it's like, why? Like, we don't care about you at all. I can't even say I've seen an Oregon State fan on Twitter. I really, can't. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm getting to the point where I don't care much about Washington either. Yeah, there's at least a lot of us. There's at least a lot of you, but like, I'd rather argue with the three USC fans. You'd rather argue with LA for the millionth time in the group yes. chat. <laughs> and who's the other LA? Uh, there's LA Sports God and an LA Sports Fanatic. Are they the same person? No. I, I didn't think they I were, think, but I, they they were. Like, I don't know. It might be a burner, actually. Well, they're both in the group chat know. and they both talk. And I'm just like. Yeah, that's true. It's just like but Alex. It's just like Alex the and the thing. A. Is that, are yeah. they both him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I well, was... also the Al's burner has Kalen DeBoer as his profile picture, so it kind of <laughs> makes sense, you know. Like, of course. Man, y'all need to uh, y'all need to uh, get rid of Jen Cohen if you want to be good at sports. Really? Y'all need to. It's time. No, it's time. <laughs> you can't. You can't be serious. But how dude. come? What do you mean? But how come y'all haven't done anything about it? What do you think Oregon fans would be doing if Oregon was this bad? Here's the thing. Um, she's really tight with like the school president and the school president sees like most of the sports doing well and doesn't care about the fact that the money makers aren't doing well. Most of the sports like what fucking rowing and tennis or some shit and softball and volleyball and baseball and soccer. We're better than you with softball. How did we beat you guys last season then? Luck. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's it. That's it, clearly. How'd you beat us in 2016? Huh? How'd you beat us in 2016? Whatever, dude. It's like, <laughs> you have a two-year period. It's Washington. You yeah, have okay. two years, yeah, whatever. and then you fall back off. <laughs> Aside from your rowing team, you guys are rowing kings. Don't worry. I will give you your props for that's that true. Yeah, dog shit sport. That. 
put some respect on that, all right? Hey, Matt, how many people rowing are on a rowing team? team? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, I'll still buy a damn shirt. You should have seen. I had a. I had. I. I. I finally found the way to word it perfectly that that made a Washington fan really mad. So they said they yeah. won a championship. And you know the argument we always have about that. I quote tweeted, I said, you were awarded a championship. To win it, you would have to play a game for it. <laughs> I worded it good for once. Yeah. I always fuck I mean... that shit up. I always fuck it up. <laughs> I always fuck it up so bad. <laughs> I always say voted. Yep. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah. right. Voting. Um, yeah. Do we have any other news coming up? Uh, have you guys uh, like had any recruiting momentum or not really? No, we've been offering a lot more four and five star guys and they're kind of going all over the place. So they're trying. The staff is trying. I will applaud them. They are trying to recruit. They're actually making an effort. They put um, offers not in a Florida. bunch of OKGs. Offers in Florida. Um, I think a North Carolina or South Carolina. Might offer. land a Florida wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, it'd be amazing. They're actually they're trying going to get them national. to go play FSP. I would have never. I saw that. I did see that from you. I would have never thought that like this staff would go as far as they have like geography. Well, wise. It kind of annoys me because we offered Cormani McLean in Polk County, and then fucking yeah. USC and Washington offer everyone in Polk County. Yeah. I'm just like motherfucker. <laughs> Why not? Well, they see. Hey, you know what? They see the talents there now. I think that's a win. I, it is here. a win, but like at the same time, I'm like, God damn! Like, why didn't y'all? If y'all were interested in them before, offer them then. They didn't know who yeah. the fuck any of them players were. They see Oregon offer Cormani McLean. They watched his tape and seen other players on the field they liked, and they said, "Oh shit, <laughs> those guys can ball." <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate we offer Ooh. somebody and the rest of the Pac-12 is like, we're going to offer him now. Something we didn't mention, uh, a little one-for-one -one trade with uh, Auburn there. Uh, Ashford transferring to Auburn. All right, guys, and uh, thank you guys for watching the Ducks and Dogs podcast. <laughs> That's... I don't want to fucking talk about it. You lost that one, in my opinion. Yeah, you lost I lost it trade. in my opinion. I lost it in everybody's opinion, but Bo Nix. Oh, and the Twitter spaces, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I love some of them, guys, but they are the most optimistic. They're Hood Husky. They're literally Hood Husky. Yeah. They're yeah. the most optimistic for no fucking reason. And optimism's good. <laughs> I think it's good. But <laughs> the, the, holy cow, you you but, and, like, Lack and be real. And <laughs> but be real. Like, Bo Nix is not coming 3,000 fucking miles away to sit the fucking bench. Oh, well, they didn't give out yeah. no guarantee okay. just because the last yeah, staff I'm gave sure. out guarantees. I'm, I'm so sure. Just because the last so sure. staff gave out guarantees doesn't mean this one did. Everyone gives out guarantees. It's not just Mario Cristobal. That's how this shit works. On Allah, you don't know ball. <laughs> On Allah himself, you do not know ball. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's crazy. But then he is like the ultimate pessimist. He is. Oregon it's... doesn't go doesn't go after an injury prone prone transfer from Georgia. Man, we can't recruit nobody. Why the fuck would we want this man? He he touches someone and gets hurt, bro. Like chill out. It absolutely <laughs> kills me, dude. Seeing it on the timeline just makes my day. It's so funny. Did you ever think you'd see the day where Mike is the happy medi medium? No, I, <laughs> it's, I, I am it's the happy like, medium. <laughs> it's it's the happy medium. I'm like defensive staff is great. They're recruiting well, but this offensive staff is meh. 
I mean, There's a lot more organ optimists than I thought there would be, I'm going to be honest. I thought the standards were higher. They should be higher. Yeah, well, you'd think. And we There's still got motherfuckers saying winning a Rose Bowl is enough. It is not enough. If 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 I was the if I was in charge, if I had a billion dollars and I was donating like Uncle Phil, if Dan Lanning came here and won Rose Bowls but never made the playoffs over a seven-year span, fire him. You're wasting the potential this program has. Yes, you're doing good. Cool. So was Mark Rick at Georgia. They switched coaches. Guess what they did? Won a national championship. That's fair. Depending on who's on the coaching market. I mean, you have a point. I mean, there's there's no reason to be content with, oh, winning the Pac-12 and winning a Rose Bowl when it's not a playoff game. When you have the best facilities in the country, the best uniforms in the country, yes, that means something. That matters a little bit. You have one of the best marketing teams in the country. Mm-hmm. You have one of the most recognizable logos in the country. ESPN loves you because you draw ratings. You're the only team out yeah. west outside of USC that does draw ratings. Yeah. Like, there is no excuse not to be at least competing and in the talk for a title. And I think I think if the Pac-12 as a whole, I the new commissioner a couple weeks ago said something about wanting to bring football to the forefront. And I think that's good. His vision for the conference right now is amazing. I love playoff golf. I love it. I love it. But these teams need to stop settling for the Rose Bowl because, yes, it's the grandfather and the big Pac-12 game that everybody talks about. But you want the conference to be taken seriously. Make the playoff more than every five years. You know, like, compete. Win a game in the playoff. Consistently have different teams in the playoff. You know what I mean? At the very least, we need USC and Oregon at that at that at least standard. At the very least. We would like to have Washington or Stanford or sure. UCLA. The more the there. Barrier, if you can but get those teams up there, do at it. At the very least, you need your two major draws. You need your two ratings yeah. draws. You need Oregon and USC to be competing for playoff spots year in and year out. The Pac-12 title game can't just be for one <laughs> team to maybe get in the playoff. It's gotta be you know what I mean. It's gotta be it's the gotta 2019 be... Pac-12 title game. Yeah. High-ranked Utah, high-ranked Oregon. Yeah. It's got to be the 2014 Pac-12 title game. High-ranked Arizona. Been a long time since we've seen that. High-ranked Oregon. Yeah. They were good, though. They were really good. They were good. good. They were. They beat Marcus Mariota. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopeful that with Lincoln Riley at USC, we'll get Oregon-USC being a really premier matchup, and I think Washington could eventually get to that level, depending on when they rotate out the staff. Obviously, they'll switch stuff up. I For don't sure. think you could get to that level with the recruiters you have on the staff currently. Yeah, but I mean, I'm already, I'm already liking the signs of life. I'm seeing. Who knows? Maybe yeah, there's life. There's life. Their way to the conversation earlier. Yeah, but I think, I think they could, they could compete for one like once every six, seven years. But if they want yeah. to get and to I the think, level, I think slowly they'll upgrade that stuff over time. Yeah, they'll yeah, see yeah. success. You know, people will get raises. People will get bump ups. I hope we upgrade this fucking offensive staff. <laughs> Jesus, and it's just you need. As much as all the Pac-12 fans hate USC and hate Oregon, nobody likes Oregon. Nobody in the Pac-12 yeah. likes Oregon. <laughs> but as much as y'all hate it, y'all need Oregon and USC to be good. You need at least two teams in the Pac-12 to be good. It doesn't even matter who they are. You need one good team in the North and one good team in the South. The good team in the North has to be Washington, Oregon, or Stanford. Good team in the South yeah. has to be USC or UCLA, period. Yep. It can't be Utah. I'm sorry, it can't no. just be Utah. Ratings-wise, it can't be. I think if they if we're going ratings, it has to be an LA team in Oregon or Washington. Yeah, 
I think if Utah wins consistently the next couple of years, they need to keep momentum for more than just next season to be in that conversation, I think. Yeah. Because they drew viewers for the Rose Bowl this year because they, it was it's just Rose new. Bowl. Like, people hadn't seen it's the Rose Bowl, and people hadn't seen Utah play in a big game like that in a long time. The Rose Bowl draws the top viewership of any non-playoff bowl game every year, so it's not it's like... True. And I, it was the best bowl game of the season. It was, game. it was a really good game. It was a really good game. And you need to get to... Utah needs to get to the level of... Uh, I think me and you are both agreed on this. If Oregon was playing in that game, those Ohio State players aren't opting out. Yeah. So no. Utah needs to get to that level where these Ohio State players don't want to opt out for that game. Yeah. Granted, there's also the narrative earlier in the season where, you know, Oregon beat Ohio Yeah, State. yeah. But even so if we didn't play, it. do you think they opt out and they're, if they're playing Oregon? Yeah, probably. I, I think that know. game earlier in the season did a lot. Maybe maybe a I, couple guys don't. I don't think it makes I think a that huge game, difference. I think a game against Oregon's talent has more more implications on, you know, having film for draft scouts than a game against Utah's talent. Yeah, but how many NFL day, players guys... are on Utah's defense? Three? Four? A few. The thing here's the thing though, like a lot of those guys make up their mind pretty early on and if they're staying or if they're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, I understand mean? they're saying they're going, but playing like, in I that. Don't, I don't think it would have made a huge difference. I think more so the narrative of Oregon and Ohio State playing earlier in the season would have done more to keep guys than it just being Oregon, if that makes sense. Ah, I don't know. Because when Oregon played Wisconsin, they had guys who could have opted out. It's true. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. Despite yeah. the absolute misuse of Justin Herbert that we saw. What the fuck? How did we use that man so wrong? How? I don't understand. still miss the playoffs this year. That's crazy to me. Yeah. His his coach misusing the team. It is, it is the is... Chargers, so I can't say it's like Brand... his fault or anything. Brandon Staley. Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Same coach. Yeah. <laughs> Except for no, Brandon Staley is actually smart and is willing to take risks. Mario Cristobal he he played like, a lot of risky football, and it just didn't pay off. Mario Cristobal's like third and eighteen, dive, draw, <laughs> the, yeah, the draw. third and long draw, best playing football, misdirection, misdirection against. I'll be there. Works Ohio State. Like, what are we? Doing? And then it works, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it... <laughs> bad play call, but, but it worked. <laughs> the other ninety five percent of the time when it doesn't work, yeah, yeah. And if you if you play a team of Ohio State's caliber, normally the same play won't work over and over and over again. Normally, but... it did. But who am I to judge? Yeah. Anyways, we don't have as much to talk about. Obviously, it's the it's the off season for football. Oregon basketball is picking up, but with Washington sucking at all the other relevant sports, it doesn't help for our conversation topics at all. I mean, I can. <laughs> Confidently say they're not the worst team in the Pac-12 in basketball, and that's good. That's a first. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, guys, we want to thank you guys for watching the, this episode of the Ducks and Dogs podcast. Until next time, when we'll be talking about Oregon versus Washington men's basketball. My name is Mike, and this is my co-host, Matt, signing out. See ya.